tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and wait. Our <laughs> finest Christmas treasure. Oh boy. Oh boy. I don't even know any of the words you just said. I don't. I didn't know words. any of the words of the song that I was like, "What song are you singing?" There's there's verses that I did not know. I probably yeah. Some of those songs actually, when you go look at them, they have like a lot, a lot of verses lots mm -hmm. of singing words and mm -hmm. i just don't know a lot of them yeah all yep. right hi all everyone right. welcome to the clubhouse i'm beth and i'm kirsten kirsten and yay and this is the made for tv movie club podcast woo -woo. Woo. we would like to welcome our new listeners in india 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 i almost said indiana i know i was welcome distracted to, welcome to you in indiana too but yes we don't have as many listeners as indiana as we do in other places yeah and you know i've, I've been watching so if people want to know how i know where, where people are we get we get analytics and they tell us like cities and countries so we don't know your name or address right um, but we do know we have somebody also in palatine yeah somebody in palatine i wonder if that's denise i don't know but you know that's where mike graduated high school oh it's true so I, but he doesn't have any family or friends in palatine anymore so hmm. i don't know if that's a new listener that we don't know or i don't know well, listen palatine drop us a line yeah tell it's us. a mystery and india i can tell from the numbers that um wh whoever it is if it's just like one person or multiple they're binge listening because i it's moving up oh okay it's not at the bottom like okay. when somebody listens the first time it's at the yeah. bottom they're it's, listening to our back our back catalog they are. i think we're better now I, well i hope some of our good jokes. i mean not that we were bad but i no. would hope that we would improve with experience yes well yes. i think we have in general life terms i would say so for I, sure i hope mm -hmm. so 53 year old me is way better than 23 year old <laughs> 53 year old me except for except for the ability to move <laughs> to move around that's a you little, know that's a little limited except at this for the point shock time. diagnosis and this week for me um mm -hmm. yes i definitely feel like i'm a better person um but i probably not i don't know i it's, would go with yes yeah okay we'll better version that. of yourself better the best version of ourselves is yet to come mm -hmm. 50 is the new black it's true mm -hmm. or orange yeah well, that's that's to match your hair. Exactly. Yeah. Casey's got some kick ass hair today. Yep. It's been uh, a while since I colored it. Too so. bad we're not on YouTube because then the, everyone could see how cool you look. I know. And then they could see how cool I look with my sweatpants. I'm a ginger. So <laughs> it's so orange. It's like wondering. flame orange. It, it looks is. so good. It is. And it's going to stay that. It's going to, I think it's going to like hold for a long time. I hope so. It's very vibrant. I do too. It looks yeah. really pretty. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should do the whole podcasting thing. I now. suppose. Okay. So I'm going to start this out by saying, boo. Okay. <laughs> Tonight's movie is The House Without a Christmas Tree, which Casey made me watch. Yep. Which I've watched three times and I've only cried through two of them. Well, and which, which to be fair, I watched every single year of, in memory of my childhood. So um this was this was an annual thing yeah this and what else house. wait and also oh. wasn't wizard of oz always at christmas that, time no, wizard of oz used to be at easter all the time but oh. i think they've moved it because it's been on like a thanksgiving now okay. okay but you're right we always watched we always always watched the wizard of oz at easter okay and i still i'm not kidding i i cry i still cry when i watch the wizard of oz mm -hmm. i fucking love that movie yeah well this so this movie i i told beth that we had to watch this movie because 
I remember crying as a child every year or at least being very depressed yeah. because of this movie. So now you can share in our depression. Yes. But we're going to make it funny. Well, we're going to try. We're going to try. So it aired on December 3rd, 1974 as an ABC movie of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so old that the, the uh, TV Tango doesn't have a description. It just has like there was a movie of the week on. So IMDb says, in 1946, Nebraska, a young girl named Addie desperate, desperately, desperately. There you go. Okay, that's the right word. Craves a Christmas tree, but her bitter, bitter widower father... Do you think they said that out loud when they wrote that? <laughs> bitter widower, bitter widower, bitter widower. Father refuses because of events from the family's past. This film was so low budget that it was filmed on videotape rather than 35 millimeter film. I really don't know what that means, but Wikipedia made a big deal about it. So I think we should too. Yes. And according to Wikipedia, it did so well in the ratings that it aired again several times during the holidays throughout the 70s. Mm-hmm. I don't think it aired in the 80s, but. Definitely was a, a staple in the 70s. So some of you may have rem- remember this. I don't remember watching this movie, but it's possible I did. I just didn't remember it. The movie won an Emmy for Outstanding Writing Achievement in Drama Adaptation. The film stars Jason Robards as Addie's dad, James Mills. Jason Robards was known for his depictions in All the President's Men, Inherit the Wind, Once Upon a Time in the West, Murders in the Ru- <laughs> Rue Morgue. Oh, boy. And one of my all-time favorites from the 80s, Parenthood. Yes. That was just a brilliant film. I loved that film so much. And it had such a great cast. And I was telling Casey this. Jason Robards looks exactly the same in both films, even though there was 15-year difference. He always looked old. Always. He was nominated for five Golden Globes, among many, many other... um, nominations and he also won an emmy award and he's won two oscars I he might it. be our first double oscar winner that we've had oh, okay we've had a few single oscar winners but he might be he might get the golden the golden ticket for double okay our murder she wrote connection case mildred network yep she plays grandma mills yes. she's best known for her roles in the trouble with harry dangerous liaisons the quiet man and Barefoot in the Park, and I don't know why I love Barefoot. You've seen it, right? I have, and it's I so like I actually, yeah, I just I don't know. Robert something Redford about that. and um, was it Goldie Hawn or was it Jane Fonda? I think it's Jane Fonda. Is it Jane Fonda? I, I was going to say Goldie. I think but... one of the two, but it's such a great movie. I love that one. For yeah, you should look it up because now I feel like I can't remember. But Goldie Hawn was in no, I think Goldie Hawn was in Don't Step on the Daisies, and I think Jane Fonda might have been in Barefoot in the Park. Okay. Um, Casey is now playing a little a little. Uh, I'm doing some looking and she's I looking, struggle. But a little song came up that we were talking about earlier. Yes. For which I say. I've watched only murders in the building and now I'll never look at Sting the same way again. Yes. He's always going to be a possible murder suspect in a fake murder. Fictional murder. That's true. Uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. You were correct. Okay. I'm always correct on these things. I know so much. I know. Case, I don't think I shared with, shared with our listeners yet that two weeks ago, I don't even know if I told you this. We went to trivia night and I won. I won the whole game. It was 60s, 70s, and 80s. Oh, well, there I you did go. not do great in the 60s. Nope. No, I did actually, I did better in the 60s round than the 70s round. Okay. But I kicked ass in the 80s round. I I'm mean, sure you did. Everybody was like, you know, nobody was even surprised anymore when <laughs> I won every, I won almost every. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yes. It just, all it did was reinforce that I have a lot of useless knowledge. Okay. Well, 
So she was nominated for an Oscar for Barefoot in the Park, and she won an Emmy for her role in the Snoop Sisters in 1972. Awesome. Addie Mills is played by a gal named Lisa Lucas. She played the role of Addie Mills in four movies. So this actually was the first of a series of Mm -hmm. movies with this um, family, the Mills family. She's also guest starred on the Facts of Life, Family Ties, and the Powers of Matthew Starr. She retired from film acting in 1993. Um. And then I just want to mention that I noticed today that Addie's little friend who comes over quite a lot throughout the show, I was like, boy, she looks so familiar. And then I realized she actually was, she played Andy's friend in um, Pretty in Pink. So she filmed Pretty in Pink. I forget her name. What did we say? Alexis Keenan? Alexa Keenan? Um, I'm looking it up right now. I believe it's Alexa Keenan. Alexa Keenan. She... So she filmed Pretty in Pink. And I think she filmed one other film after that because there was another film that came out after that. And then she passed away in her apartment in New York City before Pretty in Pink came out. Yep. September 10th of 1985 is when she passed away. She was in Little Darlings, Honky Tonk Man, and Pretty in Pink, which was released after her death. Alexa Keenan. um, Little Darlings is also a, a, one of my favorites. I think that sh- that movie is so was such a great coming of age film that they could never make today. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be made today. If you haven't seen Pretty in Pink, uh, not Pretty in Pink, I do recommend that. But if you haven't seen Little Darlings, you should watch it. It's a good film. I love it. Tatum O'Neill and um, oh gosh, now it's now it's just now I can't think of it. Oh, Christy, Christy McNichol. Thank you. Such a great film. Also, the gal who plays the who's the redhead in Sex and the City, um, Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia Nixon is in it too. Okay, she plays. I think her name is Sunshine. She's like a hippie girl oh. like from a hippie family. All it's right. really cool. All right, so Case, take oh, it away. Okay, have I done? Am I done chatting away? About I think nothing? so. I think. Well, I think we can. Uh, we're move the on. we're the Seinfelds. We're the Seinfeld of podcasts. We're the podcast about nothing. Okay. <laughs> So um, the movie opens with a narrated voice of Addie Mills as an adult. And I do want to say that every breakaway scene has felt boards, which um, truly children of the 70s and probably 60s know about. And um, so we see a felt board of Yeah, because we, we used them. I was telling you, I yeah. used them. And I actually think it was a really clever way to do the in-betweens and the cutting and coming back because it's a low budget film. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a clever way to do it. That didn't make it look low budget. Yeah. It, it, it looks, it, it, it actually, it was cute. It's a little warm, fuzzy feeling. It kind me. of was. Yeah. It kind of was. And so felt is kind of a little warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got the narrated voice of Addie Mills as an adult. And she tells us that she lives in the city now, which is very different from where she grew up in clear river, Nebraska. We learn that Clear River is surrounded by cornfields and cattle and open spaces. Does it remind you at all of Wisconsin? Right, exactly. The tallest building is three stories and the streets were mostly unpaved. There's no traffic light. Um, And we learn the stories about the narrator as a child of 10 during the Christmas of 1946. I don't think either of our hometowns had a building higher than three stories. Not Not when we were growing up. No, I, I, I agree with think, you. I can't think of one. I agree with you. You probably have some maybe condos Well, the now. hospital. I think the hospital was four uh, stories. So that would have been it, though. Yeah, We that didn't even it. have a hospital, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's a woman's hand creating this, this felt um, red house with blue background, um, white foreground, and a tree with branches but no leaves, so it looks very wintry. Yeah, it's very stark. 
Addie's grandmother is making pancakes as Addie eats breakfast with her father, James Mills, who is chiding her for making a mess. She explains she's on the committee to buy their teacher, Miss Thompson, a Christmas present. Instead of responding to her story, he tells her to take her elbows off the table. She asks for an extra quarter for the gift, which he ignores. Then she requests an extra quarter to see a special Christmas show at the movie theater. Dad gives her a quarter and tells her to buy a gift for the teacher or go to the Christmas show. Yeah. She has to decide between the two. Aww. Aww. Addie's friend, Carla May, the new kid in school, comes over to walk to school with her. Um, Carla May is the actress I was talking about. Yes. The, the gal who passed away. Yes. And she asks Addie if they've bought a Christmas tree. Addie tells her no, that her dad thinks it's a waste of money. So Carla May tells Addie that they're probably the only family in town without a Christmas tree. Addie tells Carla May that Jesus didn't have a tree. He didn't. It's true. He didn't. He, he didn't. He did not. Also, I think Jesus was actually born in spring, but that's mm -hmm. a whole, that's a whole different, uh, that's just a yeah, whole, that's a we're whole not going to go down no, no, that no. road. No, I'm just I was kidding. Addie's grandma asks her how she likes living in Clear River. Um, Addie's grandma asks Carla May, how do you like living in Clear, Clear River? Addie then asks her grandmother to please buy library paste so that Addie can make Christmas cards. That's cute. I love all the crafty stuff that she does. I know. I like that she like, it's like, I'm going to make Christmas cards. I mm -hmm. think that's fun. And I need paste. And I just need the paste. The girls run through the snow on the way to school, throwing snowballs and making their way across the street where kids are playing and running and throwing snow at each other. It's kind of chaos, the running around in the I, snow and I slipping. Like, yeah, I liked it, though. I mean, it, 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 you got a real sense of a small town in the 1940s just in that scene. Yeah. Like yeah. the kids run out by themselves. They all go to school. by Because mm -hmm. my husband's grandmother was a teacher in a one-room schoolhouse. I ever tell you this? In South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And she would talk about how she would come in early to start the fire. And then during the lunch hour, the children had to go out and cut wood. And they, they had a different child that was responsible for um, the fire every day to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And then she would come in early to start it in the morning. I mean, and imagine that she had, it was a five, I think it was a K through 12 classroom because mm -hmm. it was South Dakota, but these kids walked very long distances to get to school every day. Yep. And winter in South Dakota is no picnic. Yeah. She used to just have the most amazing story. She was a really neat woman. But very cool. I just thought that was so interesting to listen to how, what life would have been like in that era. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so now the kids are all playing and running around and the school bell rings and the kids all go inside. Um, Miss Thompson, the teacher, and Addie's class, now um, they all get to their seats. They say the Pledge of Allegiance. And it's everything you expect an old-fashioned classroom to look like. The teacher's desk is in front. It's actually on a little bit of a raised platform. There's a chalkboard. Um, the kids all take their seats in rows. They um, have their desk. Yeah, I actually saw those desks yesterday. I was at a, a barn sale for a Christmas barn sale at this place we go. And it was those desks. We used to have when I was a kid. My parents had two of them were the desk. And then there was a seat in front. So you just put them all in a row. Yep. Yep. I wanted to sit in it, but it was really, really short. <laughs> <laughs> They're little. They're little for sure. Um, okay. So Miss Thompson announces a dress rehearsal for the Christmas pageant and also says that Santa will be in the class on Wednesday morning. Yay, Santa. All right. So now cut to home. 
Grandma is making Addie's angel costume for the school's Christmas pageant. Addie learned the word parsimonious at school, which means stingy. And so she asks, why is her dad that way? (laughs) Grandma said he's not stingy. He's careful and remembers what it's like to be poor. Addie says that she saw his bank book and he's got $6,000 in it now. So he's not poor. That's a lot of bananas. Well, which back in those days would have bought an entire home. Yes. Yes. Um, grandma tells her not to poke her nose into other people's business. Addie tells her, tells grandma that the other kids think it's peculiar that they don't have a Christmas tree. Addie wonders how we, um, she, oh, so then she says, well, how do we know that angels dress this way? Cause she's looking at her costume that her grandma made. Um, and she says she thinks they wear robes of pure silk I th- I, one thing i like set. is i think that they're very age appropriate with addy mm-hmm. like it feels like a 10 year old girl yeah absolutely totally. absolutely um addy tells her grandma that she doesn't believe her dad cares about her and um that he definitely never pays attention this to her. is this is why i don't like this movie it's it's sad it's so sad grandma tells her that he pays for the doctor when she gets sick and pays all of the household bills Addie wonders if, what he would say if she asked him to buy a tree this year. Addie asks why he's why he always bought her mother a tree, but not her. Um, so now at dinner, <laughs> Addie, <laughs> Addie's dad is eating and smoking. And Casey was wondering, is that possible? And I will say my my dad did that. Like I, he sit- put a bite of food in his mouth and then took a drag on his cigarette. My dad would do that, too. And he would drink coffee. At night, like at, at dinner time, he would have his coffee and his milk. Okay, well, so He'd eat listen. and smoke, and he just loved his cigarettes. I will drink coffee anytime. Yeah, I will I drink coffee here. I will drink coffee there. I will drink coffee anywhere. So I get the coffee but thing. But do you drink decaf? Uh-uh. I guess you don't because you no. do. When we go to our book stuff, you do always get yeah, a coffee. I, it doesn't. It has not interfered with my sleep, which I am very grateful for. It does not. It. I can't. I just can't drink coffee because it gives me gut rot. I drank too much of it at one point and just Mm. was like, nope, no more for you. Yeah. Well, so um, now we're we're back to dinner where the dad is eating and smoking and drinking his coffee and all that kind of stuff. And grandma um, reminds Addie off to the side to ask about the Christmas tree. And Addie decides to put it off until she's done washing the dishes. um, Addie tells grandma um, that she doesn't think her dad loves her. It's so sad. See, Addie and Grandma are doing the dishes together. Yeah, so they're like off in a different area. And he's too busy reading the paper or whatever. Which he's always doing, reading the paper. Um, Grandma says he does, but he's just not very good at showing it. Addie thinks he'd love her more if she was a boy. Addie tells her grandma that she doesn't want a doll this Christmas. She wants cowboy boots like a boy in the class, which I got to tell you. Good for I that. don't blame you, sister. Yeah, that's awesome. Addie asks her father to buy a Christmas tree while they're playing marbles. So, um, well, I, I just, I, Addie and grandma are doing the dishes. They have that little convo. Addie goes into the front room. It's very sweet. She gets out her marbles and a string, like super old fashioned playing marbles. Yeah. And, um, so she starts playing. Dad's like, no, let me show you how to, how to do it better. And so she's asking him now during this marbles game and during this time of bonding to see if he will buy her a Christmas tree. Let's listen. I'm not sure I'd call it bonding. Let's listen. Yeah. I can't use this to make decorations for my tree because you won't let me have a tree. 
Starting that again. Won't you please find me a tree, Dad? Please, just a little tree? I've already told you no, and no means no. A tiny tree that wouldn't cost very much? You spend more on cigarettes in a week than a tree costs. Addie. Please, I implore you. You do not need a tree. I do, I do. What for? Because it would make this house happy looking. <laughs> Whenever I think of old Christmas tree, I always just think of the Peanuts special. Immediately. Oh, do you? Yeah, and I have to watch that because that's a, the best cry all year. Well, watching it is, that, it's pretty I good. think that um, I think I read somewhere that a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving might be on here soon. Oh, Christmas tree! I think I have Charlie Brown Thanksgiving on DVD because it's, of my little it's, schmoopies. It's not. I think we probably did too. At some, we probably had it on VHS tape. Because mm -hmm. we had a lot of VHS tapes when the boys were little. Oh, I mean, not the schmoopies in my home. The oh, for your little that I get paid to yeah. overseas. Yes. No, we, we, um, it's not the same unless it's on TV with commercials. I don't well, know why. Yeah. You it's know? not, it's not the same because they don't like, and the same with this movie, Beth. We used to have to wait for an entire year Weird. for it to be on. Yeah. And then you better be free on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. when they show it. Exactly. Because that was it. That was There was a real nostalgia about it, I think, then. And all the Christmas specials, Frosty yeah. the Snowman, all those. You're mm -hmm. right, because the, uh, the advent of the VHS tape probably didn't come until the early 80s or mid 80s. Early uh, 80s? Probably early 80s. Pro yeah, I suppose in the early 80s was when... But those movies didn't come out. I remember when they were released on tape when I was in college. And it was like a scramble to get, like all those classic kinds of things. Yeah. I remember. They were like $100 each too, remember? Expensive. So yes. you would rent them. I remember we had a VA, VA, VCR player, but I don't remember when we got it. But it must have been the mid to late 80s. Mm -hmm. It had to have mm -hmm. been. I don't remember having it earlier. We also got cable. So at that point, you could watch shows on HBO, uh, movies, but they were movies from the year before, not anything else. Yeah. Like now you can watch any movie anytime, but back then, you had to be free. Listen, children. It's true. Pull up a chair and listen to Bubby. Come, little children. Come and, come and sit on my lap. No, I'm don't do that. That would be story. weird. Okay. Addie asked her dad to make a bet, and if she wins, she gets a tree. Nice. Oh, oh, this is so, yes. This, this, is, this is so sad. Dad bets her that she, that he wait that she that she can't drink a glass full of water. So she runs and gets a glass of water, comes back in, drinks the water, and he says she lost because she didn't drink it full. She drank it empty. He laughs and she leaves the room. And it's just mean. It's mean. It's a total dad joke. I knew where it was going all along. I didn't. But get, it's mean. It's mean, and he's a mean jerk. Yep, he is. Grandma tells him he was cruel, which she was correct about. Exactly. And he was trying to have a little fun. He yeah. says, I'm just trying to have a little fun. He says, he said it just like that too. I'm trying to have a little fun. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's smoking a cigarette. Exactly. Oh, she should have bet him that he couldn't eat a full dinner without smoking. Right. Then she might have won. Yes. So he says, Addie needs to learn that you can't have everything you want in life. And, you know. I just disagree. Yeah. Grandma tells him he's sour, but he shouldn't turn Addie sour. Yeah. She says Addie is a reminder of his late wife and that she'll buy a tree for Addie. And dad says no. And he leaves. Yeah. Do you think he went to the bar? I think so. Yeah. 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 Do you think they had bars? Tim, 
Tim made the comment that he's storming off to the bar. Yeah. Okay. Then Tim was watching this with me. Tim yeah. was right then. We're going to yeah. go with what, so Tim, said. Go, what yep. Tim said. Yep. Eddie and her classmates. I should have made Mike watch this. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I would have bet. I could have bet Mike that you can't sit through this whole movie or you have to buy me a tree. And underneath that tree, there needs to be some diamonds. Yeah. There you go. And I bet I would have won because he wouldn't watch this all the way through. Yeah. This was not his cup of tea. Yeah. At school, Eddie gets into a fight. And because the kids are making fun of her grandma, after Miss Thompson breaks up, breaks it up, they go back in the classroom. Fighting in the cloakroom. <laughs> the kids are fighting in the cloakroom. <laughs> Have you had, ever had a break up a big old kid? Bro? I did actually. I did. Oh, no. in, yeah, when I was at Hartford Avenue, there was a cloakroom on each side of my classroom. Big old school building. Yeah. And the sweetest little boy, um, Michael, I'll just go by first names. Yeah. Um, the naughtiest little boy just punched him. <gasps> just punched him. And I'm not even going to say the first name of the naughtiest boy because it's a very unique first name. Yeah. Um, and that, it, it was, I mean... It was crazy. It was mayhem. And it was in the cloakroom because I was in the classroom because kids were coming in. You can't be in both places. Yeah. So I did have to, I did have a fight in the cloakroom. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And the That's mother, crazy. I'll just tell you this part of the story. So, so the puncher was put into like an, like an, the office until his mom came to get him yeah. and he had to go home for the day because, you know, he injured another student and the mom today, in, they would have him arrested. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the mom came into the, my classroom and picked up a roll of masking tape and threw it at me and said that she, that she hoped I was satisfied. Oh. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm not because a, one kid got hit and one kid has to go home. Yeah, it was, it was, he went to. I wonder where he learned to be violent. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's an so interesting sad. story. Oh, well, yes. fortunately, Miss Thompson did not have that same experience. No, not at all. She tells the kids the fight wasn't settled because nothing is settled by words. She tells them to watch their words and then they move on practicing carols for caroling that night. But I liked that little I like Miss Thompson. And, and I, I like that, that whole scene. Moment. I like that whole scene because that's where Addie had her hands on her hips. Yeah, she and was giving the, the guy stink the stink eye. And she was like, come on, come on. She's like, come say on, something more about on, my grandma. And he's kind of up against the wall, yeah. slinking away. I know. She's kind of a little scary. She's I, a little I, intimidating. I'll make, I'll make this point now, Casey and I talked about this. The grandma in this film, the, the actress, did not have a lot to work with. So they keep referring to her as a character. And I wish she was more of... A character. I wish she had more like wah, wah, wah personality that yeah. made her seem like why why are people calling her a character? Because she doesn't seem any different than anybody else. Right. And that that and that's again, that's why they were that's where the whole fight started was that they called her a character. But when you watch the movie, you're like, what is like the only character kind of thing that that what we saw in her was her taking the the wagon yeah. to the grocery store. But that doesn't seem that outrageous in the middle of winter. If you have to go to the grocery store and have no car yeah, and you need groceries, doesn't it make sense? So then, because imagine trying to hold groceries while you're walking. Yeah. They weren't putting salt down back then in no. Nebraska. And it was very slippery. Yeah. We saw them so that, that's all so over those to roads. me, that makes a lot of sense to have a, it's, it's a strange, I wish they had, I think that was a failure in the writing. Because I think they could have really done a lot more with her. 
Yep. And I wish they had. Yeah. Addie and her classmates are at Addie's home to sing. So now they're going around from their classmates' house to classmates' house to sing Christmas carols to the families. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. That's exactly what it's that what the lyrics are. Yeah. Um. So they're, that's what they're singing. And Addie's dad kind of looks pensive as they're singing. And then you can kind of see him. He's, he's off in his own thoughts somewhere else. And can I say Addie is doing that? Oh, Christmas tree. Like looking at her dad, like Christmas tree. Like trying, trying to, to get his attention. Yes, yes. Didn't work. No. Oh, it's so sad. I feel bad for Addie and her Poor dad's Addie. an asshole. Aww. Merry Christmas, asshat. The next morning, Carla Mae comes early for breakfast and to decide on a Christmas card for Miss Thompson. Ooh. So they got to get out the best construction paper, their library paste, and... This is the skizzers. Yes. So Eddie gets out a photo album and shows Carla Mae pictures like from her of her parents when her mom was still alive. And she explains them. Let's take a break and listen. It's a very nice time. It is. It's sweet. It's a sweet scene. That's my father when he was a boy. Oh. Here they are on their wedding day. My mother was 18. She's pretty. And 10 years later, I came along. You look like a balloon. <laughs> there they are on a camping trip. Here they are at a party. Why do they have all those funny hats on? It's a New Year's Eve party, Dodo. Here's what I've been looking for. That's them in a sleigh ride. What a big, beautiful sleigh. Oh. No, yes. So Casey was just asking me before I started recording about a bonfire we had we had a i bought a 14 foot christmas tree one year two mm -hmm. years ago and then we had a bonfire to burn the christmas tree and then there was a snow more like a freezing rain snow yeah it was event. like an ice storm yeah so like half the people who were supposed to come like you couldn't because no, you lived too far, far away, away. Too far. so people who lived outside of maybe a three mile radius didn't come which was fine and it took mike like two hours to start because we took the tree out the day before and it was all wet and frozen and it was well it was not even just wet and frozen it it had sleeted and freezing rain so it was like encased in ice yep so once he got it down to the bonfire <laughs> it took a very long time he did get it going by then the people that did come most of them had left <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time yeah we had a lot of good fun time. it was good fun time. it was good, good times. Time. hey speaking of good times beth um, it was not this movie case. I'm sorry. Oh, well, okay. Uh, so back to our story. Boo! Addie and Carla May are talking about what they're going to do when they grow up. Carla May says she's going to wear a long white gown and get married. I did that. You yeah, did that too. I did. Yeah. Addie says she's going to change her name, move to Paris, become a famous painter and never get married. I love that. I love it. I love it. Back Addie. at the school, uh, the kids are getting gifts from their secret Santas. Um, so this feels like a little, like, you know, me, uh, I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. I did not like it at all because it was one at a time called up. The gift was given who it was from. And it, I think, I just don't think I don't like, I, I agree with you on that though, because like the gifts, like Addie gave one of the kids like gloves or something they, she knew they wouldn't like, like she did it to be mean. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't like that. Cause now I you're embarrassing like every, and what if the kid is doesn't have a lot of money yeah. and they can't really get a decent gift. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you. That wasn't a great, but then again, this whole movie, I didn't like, no, did but... I mention that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Addie receives a heart 
shaped pendant necklace from a class named classmate named Billy. How about, who's how the one that she kind of had the fisticuffs? Yeah, with. and I think Billy is the one that had the cowboy boots. And too. he has the cowboy boots. It's true. Um, she doesn't. She claims to not like him, but I think the they, truth is they have a they, little thing going. That they like each other. Yeah, they do. Miss Thompson then get, opens this beautiful music box that Addie and the committee bought for her, and she loves it's it. Beautiful. She says it's the nicest gift she has ever received. I have to tell you. Uh, that is really probably the part that makes me tear up the most. Yeah. Because that's so very touching. Yeah, that's nice. So, do you get, do you get a lot of good gifts? Um, I have very generous parents. Oh, I, that's I nice. do have very generous parents who know like the right kinds of things um, to get teachers, which is is not an ornament. Yeah. And not a T-shirt. I never. It's I, usually a gift card, yeah. and and nowadays yeah. gift card to Amazon because we're buying stuff. For our classrooms kids. on Amazon. Anyway, I never, I never got the kid. I never got like quote unquote gifts that said, you're the best teacher. Mm -hmm. I always worked really hard to try. In fact, Justin made one of his, his third grade teacher always drank coffee. Mm -hmm. And he, so for Christmas that year, he actually made him, um, you know, they, they have those places where you go paint pottery. Mm -hmm. He made him a coffee cup. And he put his name inside and like, you know, best teacher ever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that teacher told him it was the best gift he ever got. And when we ran into him, so it was his third grade teacher. He, we ran into him again, maybe four years ago. So it was a good eight years or so between. He brought that mug up again. Mm -hmm. I'll have to ask him about it. Cause I happen to know who he is. Yeah. You know who I'm talking I about. Do know who and I think he's about. still teaching. He hasn't retired yet. I don't think. Nope. Nope. Nice no, guy. He has not. All right. So, um, Ms. Thompson asks who in the class doesn't have a Christmas tree. And then Addie and Gloria Cott are the only kids in the class without one. Um, and so Miss Thompson says she's going to send the Christmas tree home with the kids, um, who, um, with whoever doesn't have one. So since there are two, they have to choose a number between one and 10 and Addie wins the tree. And, um, so after school, she and Carla May are taking all the decorations off the tree. And she's telling Carla May that her dad taught her how to play the odds to win the tree. Um, and then, so Addie and Carla May are bringing the tree home. It's adorable watching them carry it's that tree. It's cute. Yeah. There's like these, there's all this I slipping, mean, but not falling. That so, makes me so nervous. There's so much stuff that these little kids do that you would never let your kids wander around with a Christmas. I mean, it's just, it's just interesting how differently you can view. And even then, because, so this was made in the seventies, but was set in the forties and yeah. kids in the forties were treated a lot like adults, I think. Yep. Like little adults. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so um, uh, Grandma is worried that Addie's dad will be unhappy about it, but um, Grandma does like the tree. Yeah. So Addie and um, Carla May decorate the tree with homemade paper chain There's, and ornaments. It's so cute. It's so cute and fun, and I said that would be a really fun thing to do. Bring a tree yeah. in and create the ornaments and hang them at that time. Yeah. Addie asks Grandma to put the star on that she made. So Addie made a star with out of foil. like, well, did she make it out of tin foil or like the foil from bubble gum wrappers? Oh, that's kind of what I thought maybe she was using because I thought there were like smaller pieces. I, you know what? They don't really show it. They yeah, just show the whole I'm, thing. I finished. wonder if they even had aluminum foil. I guess I assumed yeah. it was aluminum foil. Yeah, I kind of did, but then I think they showed like a little scene where she had like a small piece, or she says something about she only has one piece of foil left. She can't hmm. make another tree. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. I just thought it was interesting thought. Very interesting. 
Very interesting. Excuse me. Whoa. Okay. So, um, Carla May tells grandma that Addie got into a fight at school over one of the kids calling grandma a character. Grandma tells Addie good for her. And grandma's glad that the dad taught Addie how to box. So now, um, Addie says when she grows up, she's going to be a character. She already is a character. Uh, Who doesn't want to be a character? Right. I I want to be a character. I think you're a character. I am a character. You are a character. Definitely. You are. You, you know, you know, if I ask you a question like that, you have to say yeah. yes, right? But you are definitely a character. I can't lie. Sometimes. I can't lie on that I'm one. I'm a little needy, right? Definitely <laughs> a character. Oh, shizzle. Oh, shizzle. All right. Carla May leaves because Addie's dad comes home. He asks, um, he walks into the front room then and sees the tree, asks where it came from. And Addie tells him that it um, came from school. And um, he's a big giant asshole. Yes, I just stole the line from you, didn't I? Well, no, oh, that's not what I wrote. But what I meant was, he's a big giant asshole. Yes. Um, no, her dad is upset because Addie tells him that the teacher asked who didn't have a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and Addie said, "Well, it was me and um the Cots and Gloria Cot." And the dad's like, "We're not like the Cots. We don't take charity." And such a, such a baby boomer kind of mentality, right? He says some really unforgiving things. Yes. He tells her to get rid of the tree and that she can't have everything she wants. And he doesn't want to work a crane 52 weeks a year, to which I did say, Nobody Join a does. union, dude. Yeah, no, nobody wants look to work 52 weeks labor. a year. Look for the union <laughs> All right. Addie runs to her room, which she shares with her grandmother. Grandma tells Addie's dad, um, hey, listen, actually, it's my house. And so I get to make the rules. You go, Grandma. Remind him of his place. Right. And she's like, so I'm saying she can have a tree. So then dad comes back with, oh, yeah, well, I'll just take Addie and move out of your house. And I say to that. No. Pish posh piffle. There's no way because he no. Would, no. He, Grandma, wouldn't, he wouldn't even want her around. Right. He would move out and leave her there. Yep. Grandma tells him that Addie is a human with feelings, even if he doesn't have any. He doesn't. Grandma tells him that his grief is selfish. It is. He reminds her that he kept Addie when um his sister and husband and her husband wanted her after Addie's mom died. So we're going to take a break and listen to, because this, I do remember, this is the part that made me cry every year. This is the saddest part. Don't, don't be too sad, people, don't be sad. Don't dear be sad. listeners. We'll have to come back and make a joke. Yes. Okay. Nora, take her. I kept her with me. I took the responsibility. While she was a baby, that was all right. You could carry her around like a doll, plop her in the crib when you didn't feel like carrying her, and chuck her under the chin and shake a rattle for her. But she was a baby then. She couldn't disagree with you, couldn't talk back. Now she's growing into a person. You don't know what to do with her. You just hold yourself away. You live in this house like a stranger. When she's older, she's gonna leave you, James. You won't have the responsibility. And now, for a little light fare. Horse walks into a bar, partner says, why the long face? (laughs) Two guys walk into a bar, the third guy ducks. (laughs) 
A magician tells the audience he will disappear on the count of three. He says, uno, dos, and then poof, he disappeared without a trace. (laughs) You got to do the drummer one. Oh, what did the drummer call his twin daughters? And a one and a two. (laughs) Why are Norwegians bad at telling jokes timing? I don't know. That was the joke. Oh, what? I don't think I got it. Is that one of those you'll get it tomorrow? Yes. What do you you call a fake noodle? A fake noodle. An imposter. Oh, damn it. She knows this one. What did one plate whisper to the other plate? I've got you covered. No, dinner is on me. (laughs) What? What? Why did the kid throw a stick of butter out the window? He wanted to see time fly. I don't know. <laughs> You're close. Butterfly. Ah. Ah. I'm bum. Thank you very much. That uh, that um ends our comedy portion of this. Uh-oh. What You're happened? right here. Oh, yeah. oh, we're starting right at the top. I know. And a one. And, and a, a two. two. In bed, Eddie's crying. Oh, that's so sad. She's, Eddie, was she crying because of our jokes? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Grandma says her dad is a good man with a lot of pride. I... I disagree. During the Depression, they almost starved, but he wouldn't take anything from the government. Addie asks if a present is charity, and Grandma tells her no. A present is something that is given by someone who wants to make you happy. Addie is adamant that her dad doesn't love her. It kind of... So sad. (sighs) Grandma tells Addie that a Christmas tree makes her dad feel bad because he misses Addie's mom so much. Grandma says someday he will get over it and everything will be all right. And to that I say, I think the damage to Addie may be done, Grandma. Mm-hmm. I think 10 years of his um, talking to her like that may have taken its toll. I think so. During the night, Addie leaves the house with the Christmas tree. She drags it. A- there must have been a, like a line, a, like a whole thing. I know, right? You know? In the snow. Yeah, dragging yes. it. I bet there are branches everywhere. So she takes the tree to Gloria Cott's home and she leaves a note with from, that it's from Santa. Grandma asks Addie's dad to drop the cookies that she made at the Cotts' house and another home on his way to work. At the Cotts' home, Addie's dad leaves the cookies and notices the tree. As Addie is decorating cookies, if you heard a little barking, that's my dog. He's he's upstairs telling us. I don't Amazon's know. here. Amazon's probably here. I think Amazon already came once today, but it's possible they're back. Could be back. As Addie is decorating cookies and Grandma's baking, she explains that she left the tree at the Cotts. They talk about the secret Santa gift exchange at school. And that's when Addie tells grandma that she bought the gift she bought was kind of a joke gift. Okay. But won't tell grandma who gave her the necklace. Grandma guesses who it's from and Addie says she'll never wear it. But grandma found it under the pillow, under Mm -hmm. her pillow and gave it back to her. Mm -hmm. Grandma says she might like Billy a little and he likes Addie or he wouldn't have given her a heart necklace. It's true. Which is true. It's true. Addie's dad calls for her to open the door. And when she does, he brings in a Christmas tree and hands her like boxes of ornaments and lights. Mm -hmm. Addie is speechless until she asks if there's a star. Addie says the one she made is on the other tree and she only has one piece of foil left and can't make it. There we go. So it must be from gum or something. Yes. There's probably other stuff packaged in foil back then, I would imagine. Probably. Stuff that isn't today Mm because now we have um, plastic. Yeah. You know. Lots of it. Not too much of it. Eddie's dad goes up to the attic and he brings down, well, he brings down something wrapped. Yep. And he hands it to her and she opens it up and it's a star that her mother had made. Yes. And then they kind of talk a little bit about her and he talks about um, 
that she loved Christmas and she made this ornament and she made the other ornaments on the tree and that she did knit a little outfit for Addie that Christmas. Mm -hmm. Addie asks if she looks like her mother. Her dad says they have the same hair and when Addie smiles, she looks like her mom. He says, I bet she doesn't smile much though. Yeah, I don't mm, think she does. No, no. He says Addie's moms used to used to sing to her and Addie sounded like her when she was caroling the other night. And Addie asked him to put the star in the tree and he picks her up, like puts her on his shoulder so she can do it herself. Or maybe he just holds her up his minute. He tells her the star is hers now and she hugs him. He hugs her back and then like kind of rubs her hair, mm -hmm. showing a little bit of affection. Yep. Finally showing some humanity. Yes. In the next scene, the children, and he didn't smoke at all. So no. the tree didn't go up in flames at That's all. true. Thank God. Right? Yeah. Because you notice back then they put the trees on just on the wooden platform. So they were probably didn't, weren't watered. Yeah. So they would have been like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't put that near your, um wood-burning stove no in the next scene the children are putting on the christmas pageant which grandma made the angel costume for at the school yeah gloria tells addie she heard they got a big christmas tree and that santa brought their family one gloria points out that addie is wearing her new necklace Ooh, addie yeah the voiceover explains that they weren't much for telling feelings in their family so now this is the adult Addie talking. Yep. She said they continue to do enthusiastic battle for 20 years, for another 20 years, but they learned more about each other as people. They had a Christmas tree every year after that and and every year after grandma died. And then and then Addie moved to the city. But whenever she came home for Christmas, he always had a Christmas tree set to go. They would decorate it together and put the star on the top of the tree. Then they would both admire the tree and think about that same Christmas in 1946, which didn't make me cry talking about. Oh, I'm very proud of you. You Thank made you. it through. I did. That's because yes. I was trying to like separate myself from the feelings I had about the, the movie. And the end. Aww. I'm so excited about this next one, Kate. Okay. This we found quite by accident. Yes. We were just kind of looking up. I think you found it. I'm going to blame. I think I I'm going to put the blame where the blame should okay. lie, Beth. Squarely in your lap. <laughs> well, I will tell you that 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 this next one, I have I had never seen. Beth. Yeah, I hadn't seen it. It came up as a TV movie, and so that must be how I found it in IMDb. Sure. And it's called A Christmas Dream, and we're going to go back and revisit some little Mister T action. Yeah. He's, he's in this one little with Little Mister T. Little not. I, I what I meant to say was Mr. T and little Manuel Lewis who oh, played yeah. Webster. It's true. So he must have been starring in Webster at the time. This was in 1984. It is a very unusual, unusual Christmas special that I'm going to guess after one airing never was showed again. Cur uh, yeah. I'm not, I can't even believe I found how it bizarre, to watch it. How bizarre. You've seen it, right? Bizarre. I have already. Yes. But did you see it all the way through? Um, I believe I did <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm only kidding because you know Casey likes to nap as she watches the I movie. I do. I can't help it. I she still asleep. has several weeks to watch the whole thing. Yes. And I always, I never let her sleep when she watches it here. Nope. So I she, did not fall she, asleep today. She may fall blanket. asleep. Yes. She may fall asleep watching the movies at home, but she does get a full follow through watching the whole thing here. Yes. So she has seen it. She's exactly. not like another podcast we listen to where they ad have admitted kind of that they don't actually watch what they're yeah because now they're too big. For no, we bridges. watch it. We watch we watch it. I would say an average of three times fully. <laughs> this one from beginning to end. This this movie that we, we that we 
that we're reviewing. I watched it three times. I could not watch it anymore. And I think this one and sooner or later, the only ones I watched three times only. Mm -hmm. Everything else I've seen at least four, four. to eight yep. times. Yep. You know, it just depends on on how much I feel about it and how much nostalgia I have. I thought I would feel full of nostalgia with sooner or later, and I just felt dread. Yeah. That was... Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Well, so, listen. Hey, I'm hey. wondering. Hey, Case. Do, do you have a favorite movie, a TV movie, specifically from the 70s, 80s, or 90s you'd like us to review? Do you? Let us know. Let us know. Tell us. You Tell can us. find us on our socials. Yeah. We're on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast. On Twitter at TV Movie Club Pod 1. And on Instagram at made underscore four underscore TV underscore movie underscore club. Or give the hashtag MFTVMC podcast to Goog and you'll find us. Good job, Kate. You can listen to us on all your favorite podcast channels, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We're also on Amazon Music. Thank you, Amazon, for inviting us to join you. Yes. If you love us as much as we love you, yeah. give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook and tell your friends about us. Until next time, we'll see you right, right here in, in the, the clubhouse. That's our outro music. The Made for TV Movie Club podcast is brought to you by MFTVM Productions, LLC.